Welcome to the Real Live Faith Podcast. I'm Shelby. And I'm Janice. Life is a parable. All of creation points to God the Creator. We're going to be talking about how we see this in action in our everyday lives and how we use our good days and our mess-ups to grow in our relationship with the Lord. We don't know in what season of life you find yourself currently, but let this be a season of new life and growth. Join us as we talk about having real faith in real life. Have you ever been in conversation with someone and they made an agreement with you or they settled plans with you or made arrangements to be present or perform a task? You know, those conversations where they say, let's get together and do, you know, whatever it is, or I can totally help you with that this month. And then they never do. They say they want to get together, but they really don't. They just feel obligated. In this episode, we're going to talk about doing as we say, or keeping our word. James 5.12 reminds us of the importance of integrity in doing the things that we say we're going to do. It says, But above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth, or with any other oath, but your yes is to be yes, and your no is to be no, so that you do not fall under judgment. That verse is convicting because when we do make agreements, we are saying yes in that moment, but then as time goes on, our emotions and our mood seem to interfere, and then our yes becomes no. That verse in James is a good reminder that we should be people of integrity. And actually, James echoes Jesus' words that are found in Matthew 5, verses 34 through 37. Jesus says, Again you have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. So the point is to not make promises that you can't keep. And don't overpromise. It's a simple answer that's needed whenever someone asks something or you're trying to plan something. It's a yes or it's a no. You don't have to embellish it. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to promise more than what's been talked about. Just yes or no. That's right. And by being people of integrity, we are letting others know that our yes is yes and we are standing by that. So when we agree to something, they know they can trust us. And that's not to say that changing your mind is a bad thing. You can agree to something and then maybe something comes up or maybe things change and you feel like that's not going to fit in your schedule anymore, getting together or whatever you've decided to do. That's okay, but when we promise things in the beginning, we should keep those circumstances in mind that plans can change, which is why we shouldn't overpromise. So when we make plans, let's think about it more than we do when we just say, yeah, that's a great idea right after someone pitches something. Think about what you have going on. Consider the other person's life as well because plans can change. And really the importance of integrity, you know, like I said earlier, is so that you can be trusted. If, if your word is true and you're known as a person of integrity who reflects the values of God's kingdom, then basic words like yes or no don't have to be strengthened with an oath. They are infused with the power of 
an honest character. So the question is, do we have an honest character? Because like you said earlier, you know, sometimes our yes is not yes. And while there is grace for when life gets crazy and plans change, too often it seems we take advantage of that grace and we use it as an excuse to not follow through on our word. And when we fail in this area, our reputations are at risk because of our lack of integrity. Even those things that may seem small still matter. Those little opportunities to demonstrate integrity, those add up. They do. And the other important thing to remember is there's people paying attention. When you promise something and you didn't come through, you're letting them down and your witness is at risk. So how can we expect ourselves to show integrity in the more serious scenarios when we can't show it in the little things? I think of Matthew twenty-five twenty-three. It says, his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. We can all think of examples where people have shown a lack of integrity. And we've seen others lie through their teeth, right? We've heard people say things and they, we knew they didn't really mean it. We've heard people make promises with no intention whatsoever in keeping that promise. But if we're honest, we've even done the same ourselves. But as believers, we know better. We need to set an example for those who don't and let our yes be yes and our no be no. That's right. So kind of like you said earlier, you know, maybe don't be so quick with an automatic response to a person's request or their invitation, because often it's our feelings that determine our answers in these situations. And our feelings should not be the determining factor of our answer. Or our obligations determine our answer. We feel like we're supposed to say something because of a position the other person has or how we know the other person. Right, or we fear what their reaction will be. So like you said, we feel obligated. If they ask us to do something, we're scared of saying no because what will they think of me? Or how will that jeopardize my job or my position? And these feelings and fears are why immediate answers are dangerous. Instead, we need to practice the pause. Tell the other person that you need to check your schedule and discuss it with your family. Because too often we think that the person requesting and inviting is in need of an immediate response. But in reality, we almost always have time to consider our availability prior to responding. That's such a good reminder. I know there's a lot of us who are really quick with our fingers, texting back, typing back. We're really quick to, you know, spout off a, yes, no problem. Yeah, I can totally handle that. Yeah, I can take care of that without even considering is that our spouse's day off? Did he already make plans? Do our kids have practice? Is, you know, because life gets busy. There's always stuff going on. And many times we have so many things in our day, there's no way we can possibly fit another thing in. Or maybe we say no too quick. Maybe for those of us who are more introverted, it's harder to agree to things. And so we just immediately say no because we're scared of being with people or we don't feel like going out. But maybe consider that it won't be such a bad thing after all. Right. And in both situations, you know, by waiting before responding, we're allowing ourselves that time to not only check with our family and our calendar, but also to inquire of God. And that is an act of respect toward the person initiating the request. So it could just be maybe like a simple request, you know, hey, can you do lunch tomorrow? Or hey, can you do lunch next week? Or, hey, you want to go see a movie together? And if that's the case, you know, maybe it's it doesn't take a whole lot of 
contemplation. But if it's something a little bit more involved, we need to inquire of God first instead of quickly saying yes or no. Because how do we know that that's what God wants us to be doing? We need to be checking with him on those more serious commitments. When we wait before we answer, we're able to have clarity of mind. We are able to consider the variables that accompany the decision or are affected by it. When we give ourselves time, we can think logically without impulses of our feelings. And we do right by the other person when we take time to sincerely consider their offer, agreement, or invitation, or whatever it is. Okay, so how do we put this into action? How do we make sure our yes is yes and our no is no? I think one of the things we can do is don't make rash decisions. Don't say the first thing that comes to mind. Don't let your feelings and emotions determine your plans because they're very inconsistent. And I think it's also good to have a few practical responses to consider implementing in your conversations. You know, maybe write these down and keep them on a little post-it near your desk or your calendar or wherever so that when people ask you something and maybe you don't think that you can commit to that or accept the invitation, but you don't want to be rude, you could have just a really quick response that is very genuine and very kind. Some examples would be, thank you for thinking of me, or I'll need to take some time to consider this, or I'll need more details before I can make a final decision, or I need to check my schedule. Those are great, and we also need to make sure that we follow up and give a final answer in a timely manner. Because as believers, it's important to be men and women of integrity. And this isn't only for our own sake, but it also reflects our obedience to Christ. When we are honest in our interactions, we show that we value Christ and his word. His word instructs us to walk in integrity and conduct our lives in an honest and upright manner. By practicing the pause, we are proving ourselves to be doers of the word and not just hearers. If you have not placed your faith in Christ, why wait? Seek him and call on his name for salvation. Confess that you are a sinner and repent of your sin. Surrender to Jesus today and place your trust in him as Savior and Lord of your life. Thanks for listening to the Real Life Faith Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share us with others so they too can learn about living out real faith in real life. You can check out our blog and shop at reallifefaith.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Gab Social. Don't forget to sign up for our emails to receive exclusive subscriber content. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.